Yo, what's going on? This is Ori Styler, and you're listening to the No Escaping This podcast. No escaping this. No This episode is not going to be one of me talking directly to you for too long. Two reasons. One, this whole week I am currently filming an advert for a company I cannot say. But when you do see it, you'll understand that it's a lot of work and I haven't got the time. i got to wake up super early, like five in the morning tomorrow and it's already 10 o'clock at night. I need to get to bed. That being said, though, my second reason I also believe is a very, very, very 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 good reason as to why i don't want to talk too much but recap on some important things and the recap goes like this basically we are celebrating something this saturday the 27th of june it's called black pound day and i got to speak to two people regarding this in a way the first person i spoke to shout out to my guy swiss he talks to me about black pound day the initiative why he and the team of him started it and what we are looking to do on black pound day he spoke to me on my show on bbc radio london called the scene you can catch it every monday on 94.9 or on digital platforms on the bbc uh, and also I spoke to another gentleman called Gavin Cameron is another friend of mine who runs a great black business called car buying guru now the interviews were so good and insightful interviews as well I wanted to recap on them on the podcast for those who don't get to catch my show and that's what we're doing in this episode so you're going to hear two clips the first one's going to be from Swiss and talking about Black Pound Day and why it's important and the second one is going to be from Gavin Cameron a young man who runs his own car buying business and I'm proud to say he's a friend he also helped me get my car have you ever seen my car when if you see me driving around it's because of him that i got it and the advice that he gave me it's great to hear that not just from someone who knows their stuff but from a brother someone i can look at and say you look just like me i look like you and i'm happy to see you making moves so this is what this episode is about today black pound day and black businesses proud to talk about that stuff as you lot have known from previous episodes. Anyway, let's go in with Swiss first. This is Swiss on the scene with myself, Ori Styler, talking about BPD on the 27th rather, of June, this Saturday from when this episode was recorded. My name is Ori Styler. This is BBC Radio London, The Scene. Now, in a little bit, I have got a 10 in 10 mix that I'm going to press play on. But before that, I have got a guest, friend to the room. Now, before I introduce the guest, let me tell you something about what's going to happen on the June, on Saturday, the 27th of June. And he's going to go into more detail about it and why it's important. Now, it's the first official Black Pound Day. Now, it's 27th of June. It's this Saturday. And it encourages supporters to use services and purchase products from black-owned businesses, both locally and online. The campaign will then aim to continue one day per month, providing an opportunity to discover how everyone can support black businesses in the long term. The man behind this, friend to the room, DJ, and uh, music artist extraordinaire. Like, I have to throw this every time when I say this and see you, bro. Swiss, how you doing, sir? I'm doing fine, brother. I think you explained that better than I can. Oh, behave yourself, man. If there's one person I know that's articulate and can explain himself, it's definitely you, brother. So tell us, Black, how you doing, man? I'm good, my brother. I'm good. How are you doing, firstly? Not too bad, not too bad. I've had a uh, very busy day, you know, where, where are we now? We're Monday, so we're like six days away. Six days. And it's been full on, man. It's been full on. But some good news to um, announce, you know, to the people, not on here. But you know, going forward, some good news. No problem. That's great, sir. What, let's let's first talk Black Pound Day. What is it, and why are we doing this? So Black Pound Day is about <clears throat> redressing some of the socio-economic 
um, inequalities um, that black people face in the UK. Mm. And we're doing that by basically asking um, black people and the wider community to support us on the 27th, which will be the launch um, online or locally and spend your money with us. And it will, it will en- allow us or enable us to, you know, leverage ourselves to some degree um, economically, you know, bring up our, our value as a community so that we can um, be in positions of power to be able to do better, better for ourselves, mm. you know. And we're asking to, um, well, we're asking the community to continue doing this with us cyclically. So it will be once a month. And um, yeah, that's, that's basically the long and short of it. Nice. And, and what brought this on? What made you say this is, a, this is an, an idea we need to start and then implement uh, firstly on the 27th of June and then one, uh, once a month from there onwards? What made you say this is what we need to do? Yeah, I just felt like us as a community, we was falling into another cycle, emotional cycle of um, of deprivation, you know, given the recent events that have happened with George Floyd. Yeah. Um, the marching and everything is, is good. I feel like we've never seen kind of the world come together like this in terms of, you know, showcasing our anger mm. and our frustrations with the system and how it treats um, oppressed people. Um, but I feel like we needed to have some sort of positive outcome out of that, a structured plan, some sort of thing. So my contribution to that is basically Black Pounding, you know, because I feel like, again, we can we can redress some of these um, disparities and, uh, <clears throat> and uh, unfortunate forces that are oppressing us um, if we are in an economically better position as a community, mm. you know. So... I'm just trying to encourage my community to ring fence um, our talents, our business ideas, our IP, our our you know our our skills, um, and share it amongst each other so that we can um, leverage and and create a better position for ourselves economically. You know, just yeah. like the Jew, just like the Jews do, just like the the Chinese do. I mean, people say why black pound? I mean, that's a little bit racist, isn't it? Or you know, but I never called myself black. Um, there are already um, institutions that um, that that track the that track the spending power of our community, yeah. and 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 they call it you know they call it the black pound themselves. So at the end of the day, it's not something I'm making up, and there's nothing wrong with looking after yourselves. I mean, no one says that Chinatown's racist, do they? It's very true. So, so you know, and I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to redirect the energy of my community. And it seems as though I've done that. I mean, I've had a lot of positive feedback from the initiative. I've had artists jump on board. Big Nasty, Retch32, Fuse ODG, Notes, um, you know, yourself, you're back in it. Um, it's a really powerful time that we're living in right now. Mm. And we can either go left or right. And people are choosing to go right and find something positive within the muck and mire that we're going through. Yeah, of course. It's 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 interesting. We've I mean I've had had this conversation with with you. I've had this conversation with many of my friends that understand that though protesting is is great. It's a great start. I believe it's a great start. It's almost a marketing campaign to let people know exactly what's how we feel and what things need to be changed. And afterwards, something needs to then happen. And if you can, like you said, allow the people that require change to develop themselves economically, they can support 
people in positions of power that can then take those stri- those griefs and those things that the issues that they're campaigning against and say, I want to bring this forward now that I not only have the backing of my community, but I also have a position that you then listen to me and can consider what I'm saying. And I think it's very important to recognize that uh, it's not just about people wanting to get money. It's not just that. That's a great start, but mm-hmm. it's it's a great start. But it's also we it's been very evident, of, not just in this country, but all around the world. I mean, I'm sure you've seen you've, you've seen Trigger Warning by Killer Mike on Netflix. Yes, I have. Yeah, I have. It's a really good documentary. Really good. And the interesting when he said uh, on the first episode that he wanted to try to live what he would say is living black for a day and only do not a day, sorry, for um, for two, was it two or three days? I think it was three days. Live black mm. for three days and only can use, purchase or, or take within products or items that were black owned and not just black owned, but, but sourced from other black industries in terms yeah. of if it's food. If you went to a takeaway that had food there, if the food wasn't sourced from, let's say, a black farmer, then he couldn't eat that food. And he wanted to see just how far down the line he can support his own community. And if he if he had to stop supporting um, elements of, oh, sorry, stop supporting products because it wouldn't trace back to his community, how maybe there could be gaps that could be filled by people from That's his community right. community that can go, this is where we need to then maybe develop more of so we can have a certain sustainability amongst our own. And it's not pushing mm-hmm. people away, but it's whilst there's been evidently uh, a foot or a, or a pressure or a hammer or some kind of weight on us that has held us down, uh, which we like, which we call systemic racism, we would like to push that up by being able to say, well, let's build some strength in our foundation and then go mm-hmm. in, well, let's, let's support our own people. And I think me personally, I mean, you've, you've, we've had this conversation. I think it's a great initiative. And I think it's, um, I think it's interesting what's going to happen on Saturday to see so many people not only just purchase, but maybe even researching onto products they may not buy, but to see what they may not be able to buy on Saturday, but maybe a month or two months down the line. Definitely. Exactly. You know, this this helps to reinforce the idea of having a a black ecosystem. Yes. You know, a black economic ecosystem, you know, that we can um, look forward to help to grow um, going forward in the future. And that's why I want to make it cyclical. You know, it's not just about one day, uh, which I really would like to make a national day that we can celebrate on. Yeah. And all communities can, you know, come to come towards us to to buy products from us on that particular day Mm. but other than that you know we want to keep this going once a month or hopefully make it a black pound weekend and just uh encourage people to start to produce things that are in the gaps like you say that we don't have you know what i'm saying so you know it's a it's a way of incentivizing producers and incentivizing consumers also to, to look deeply into what we do have out there. Because there are a lot of black businesses that do serve what the equivalent cultures we have surrounding us have, you know. Mm. We do have those products and we do have those services. And I'm providing a platform that will help consumers to, um, to reach those um, businesses, you know, that provide those products and services. So yeah. um, I have www.blackpoundday.uk. And that's basically the directory that you can go to to find the products and services that you need mm. to suit your, your consumer needs. And if I, if you can't find it on, on that, we have associate um, directories, an associate's directories page where you might be able to find it through those directories. 
I'm seeing a few. I'm seeing a few pop up. Not not just um, recently. There's been some over the past few years, but recently we've definitely seen an influx where a lot of people are. Uh, there's a, there's an awareness. There's kind of an awakening of those going. You know what? Actually, it is time. And I think it has started from when you said, "Let's do Black Pound Day," and people were going, "You know what? That is true. We should do. Where can yeah, I look yeah. for businesses?" Even down <laughs> to in in America, we saw Beyonce released a track on, I think Friday. But yeah, not only parade. yes. And, mm. and as well as that, she a directory of black owned businesses that she put out there mm. in like, alongside with her putting out the track. And I think it's it's fantastic seeing not just us or that or the Mandem or the circle doing this. This has been embraced uh, nationwide and many, many countries around the world are also taking the same initiative within their their spaces to do so as well. And I think that's a great thing to see. Definitely, definitely. I've had Germany contact me saying, you know, how can we get involved? We want to start our own um, Euro Day, Black Euro Day. Nice. Um, you know, and it's, it's just inspiring. It's just inspiring, you know. I think we're ready to, re I think we're about, you know, we're in a place where we're not only ready, ready to reflect because we've done that, but we're ready to do something about our economic situation that we're in. People yeah. want changes now. People realise that we can't, you know, keep allowing our spending power to be um, misused or utilized outside of our community. Mm. You know, it's time to turn that spending power in. Um, the BAME community have a spending power of 300 billion per year, according to a, a, re a study that came out in 2012, actually. So it was quite a few years ago. Yeah. But it, it just goes to show that the, the B and BAME, the black community, um, attribute a lot to that spending power. And it's about time um, for us to turn that back in on our community. And that's what Black Pound Day is about. And we're not saying that you can't spend on other, you know, um, surrounding communities, um, businesses or whatever. We're just saying make a concerted effort on this day to do so with ours. If you can find the services mm. and products in our community. And we're also inviting other cultures to do the same with us, you know. Nice. Listen, how can, again, just for those who, who might have missed it earlier on, how can they find out more about Black Pound Day? What's the website again? So the website is the three W's, blackpoundday.uk. Or you can also follow us on Instagram, which is BPD Official. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, Black Pound Day, Saturday, the 27th of June. I'm taking part. I know, I mean, Swiss has to take part. He's one of the people that have started this. Um, Swiss, thank you very much for, for letting us know about the day and informing us. And as always, it's like every other month, or every month, or every other month, we definitely catch up on some topics. So we'll definitely be in touch again. And we'll, do you know what? Actually, we're going to, I want to see this happen. We're saying this is going to be once a month after a once few months. Once a month, yeah. So let's come back. We're going to come back and see. Let's let's after a couple of months, maybe two, three months, we're going to recap and just see how this has affected our community and influenced uh, maybe a change in how we spend our money as well. So look out for that phone call or that message, brother. Yes. Yes, sir. So Thank you for having me, Ori. No problem. Always a pleasure, man. Take care. We'll speak soon. Take care, brother. Peace. Nice one. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Swiss uh, talking about Black Pound Day. Just a reminder, Saturday, the 27th of June. That is this Saturday, I believe. Black Pound Day will be partaking in uh, spending, uh, supporting and using services to, and to purchase products that are from Black-owned businesses, both locally and online. For more information, www.blackpoundday.uk or you can go to BPD Official on social media, particularly uh, Instagram. Check that out as well. That was me talking to Swiss on the scene. I also spoke to Gavin Cameron, who I said earlier on runs a company called Car Buying Guru. He runs it alongside another friend of mine. His name is Lee. Shout out to you, Lee. 
we're going to have a conversation with him or rather I already had a conversation and you're going to hear it now about him why he started the business and just where he sees it going why it's important etc you'll find out more just have a listen to this here and I have got my next guest on the line. I'm going to have a lovely conversation with him. I ain't caught up with this guy for a minute. He's a great guy to have a conversation with, unless you got me on the other line where I'm bantering him all the time. From Car Buying Guru, what's going on, Gavin Cameron? How you doing, sir? What's happening, Nori? You good, my bro? I'm good. It's been a minute. How you been? I'm all right. You know, I'm good, man. Working, working. Yeah. Is. Working, working. Well, let, I know how it is, but the, the world needs to know how it is. Tell us, what is your yeah. work exactly? So Carbine Guru um, is a company that I founded with me and my friend Lee um, back in 2017. And it's a digital dealership, essentially. Um, that might not mean much to some, but what we do is we create the um, experience of buying a car online. Okay. And we make it a lot easier than your traditional going to the dealership and haggling and kicking tires and all that stuff in the rain. We allow car buyers to buy their car um, over the phone, on WhatsApp, via email, um, or from the comfort of their own home, and from a social distance as well, which is um, convenient at this time that we're going through right now. Definitely. Yeah. So, how I mean, how did this start? What made you say this is something that needs to be, that needs to happen? Well, I started in the motor trade in 2012, okay. um, and then um, it got to five years in, and um, I felt like I wanted a change, um, and I was looking at going into digital marketing, and Lee. Um, you know Lee as well. Obviously. Of course, he man. Big shout out to the, my um, guy Lee. Yeah, yeah man. He, does, he does all these events in um, digital marketing. I knew is kind of his bag. So I kind of I went to him for advice on how to get started in digital marketing. Mm. And then we had a conversation about leasing and he planted the seed that you could actually start um, a leasing brokerage as well. And then Car Buying Guru came to life and we've been doing it ever since. And it's gone from just leasing to new cars to actually doing used cars as well. And the whole online experience, um, which kind of saw where the game was going. Um, and it's sort of come full flood um, since the, the pandemic hit a few months ago. So, yeah, that's that's how that's how it started. And um, that's where we're at with it. Nice, nice. Now, you're saying uh, like a digital dealership is, is mm -hmm. the best way to describe it. And I mean, yeah. how... During during car buying gurus started, I mean, how many cars have roughly have you have, has, has gone through you guys and, and you've sold? I'd say at, at least three hundred, wow. um, maybe more. Yeah, we're doing we're doing some decent numbers now, and it's just getting more and more. Um, so yeah, I'd say I'd say at least three hundred have done um, since we started. And bearing in mind, we started from scratch. It was literally just a laptop. We used to sit in the hotel in um, in Birmingham on a Sunday and have meetings, and you know there was no big building or no banners or no. No you, you was out there. You was out there teething the Wi-Fi is what you was doing. Tell the truth, bro. It was no. We bought we bought a green tea and a two pound nah. green tea. And <laughs> Fair enough. Now nah, I'm just I'm playing. I'm, I'm, I'm only messing around. Um, and even even I mean my experience with you because you're someone I met through. It was I think Lee. Either you contacted me or I contacted you. I saw or Lee suggested. Because obviously I know Lee from events and so on, and then I spoke mm. to you, and in the end I now got my new vehicular as well, which was, I mean, mm -hmm. it was, it was great to work. Do you know what was good for me, uh, especially with this renaissance that's been happening now of of people being so aware of the yeah. importance of supporting their own communities, yeah. as well as supporting others too. It's it was great to 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 be able to meet you and say this guy is a guy that I've had conversations with, spoken to, and I've got my car now, and it's because of the help of of this gentleman. So it's nice to see a young black brother running the business, 
doing something really really well that that is is helping out a lot of people and really appreciate that honestly and you saying that it makes me know that we're doing the right thing because that's what it was i mean my experience in the dealership was very much that um the industry has got a bad rep because they don't give up information yeah a lot of it's information to to protect profit margins and we're trying to do the total opposite where we'll be informative you can go on our website um you can go on our our social media and you can learn a lot about buying a car and never actually really get in contact with us and we don't mind Mm -hmm. that but the thing we find is that people want to come to us because we're open and it's a lot better than going into a dealership where they're trying to hide everything and push you into a car that you might not necessarily want very um, true. So for you to say that, that's the experience you had. And yeah, I remember we going, us going back and forth um, and making sure everything was right, making sure you understood every nook and cranny. Um, and yeah, it's good that you're looking, I'm on, I'm on BBC Radio now talking about it, so it, it works. <laughs> no, of course. Do you know, do you know what's one of the things I learned from you? And I heard this many a time before, but I didn't really digest this, is mm-hmm. I my last car that I had before was one that I yeah. had, I'd, um, it wasn't a higher per. No, it's not higher purchase. It was what's the other one where you when you pay off a finance when you're actually having, but at the end of it, you own the car yourself. Higher purchase is higher. Purchase. Oh, that is higher purchase. Okay, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a higher purchase. Yeah. Whereas you told me because of the mileage that I do, and this is information that I, I mean, you may get from a few people at dealers um, that do the that at car dealerships, but you were the one who really hammered it home in ways that I can understand. You told me, look, the amount of miles that you do. The fact that you've had however many cars in, in the past however many years, you're not someone mm. that needs to keep a car and it doesn't and because a car is a depreciating value, it's better mm-hmm. that you have the car for a period of time, maybe two, three, four years, and then you you basically what would be give it back to the dealer or sell it back to the dealer as, as it as some people say it as. And yeah. what that would allow me to do is that if I wanted to go back to the dealer and who says, look, all right, like for example, you, you might go, okay, well, now your time is done with this car. You can now go for another one. And because you're willing to go for another contract, which is a higher, means you'd have to worry about selling the car, which is depreciated in value. You don't have to worry about the mileage because now you're going to be starting on a new car, which may be as new as the one that you got the last time, even though it's not a car that you then get to keep. And because of the, the nature of the work I do, I drive around for a lot of touring and so on. Well, not right mm-hmm. now during lockdown, but drive around <laughs> for a lot of touring and so on. It was information yeah. I didn't necessarily know or digest until I spoke to you. Do you see what this I mean? This is the thing. This is the thing. And I always say that you look at the... People say that the um, buying a car is like the second biggest purchase you'll make in your life. But mm. for a lot of people, especially young people, they've never bought a house. So the car is the, the actual biggest purchase. Yeah. But they can walk into a dealership and buy a, buy a car for like, um, I don't know, 50, 60 grand, which you can buy a small flat in parts of this country for. Yeah. There's no advice. They'll literally just sign the paperwork and drive away the same day in some cases. Whereas if you buy a house, you have to go through certain consultation. You have to be given certain information, checks mm. are done, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and yeah, that's why it's not, it's not ideal for, um, for you to be to be purchasing a vehicle without without having information as far as I'm concerned. And like you said, things like a PCP, which is very well known in the industry, um, but people might not know why they qualify for it or why it benefits them. And that's kind of how we do our thing. We speak to people on a case-by-case basis mm. and work out what's best for them, um, for their lifestyle, um, for their needs, and also for their pocket, and try and fit them into a car that, that they both like and also can can afford and make sense for them going forward. Nice. Now, listen, on a Saturday, I don't know if you heard earlier on, we spoke to Swiss and he was talking about yeah, Black man. Pound Day. Now, someone out legend, there... legend, man. I was listening. Oh, I was listening. oh, oh thank you. I'm glad. He was a he's great guy to talk to. Now, he was yeah, talking about... Legend, definitely. Are you a fan of his music, yeah? Of course. Come on. Cry is the biggest song that come out so solid for me. 
Okay. See it there? See it there? <laughs> so so listen, so there might be some people that have heard Swiss and said Black Pound Day, we're gonna we're supporting that. I need a new car. Where can mm. they go to check out Car Buying Guru and find out maybe on Saturday they could maybe you know think, oh I might need to get a new car for myself and I would like to support via Black Pound Day. How can they find out more about you guys? Um social media obviously is where everyone's at at the moment. So car buying guru UK. Um that's on Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we're on YouTube at Carbine Guru UK as well. There's some information on there. All our contact details are on there. And obviously our website, carbineguru.co.uk. Um, all our contact details uh, can be found on there as well. So yeah, get in touch with us. Nice, nice. And and when I need to update the T-Reg Punto that I have, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, not, come off you. Um, <laughs> um, we know it's not that, but when I need to update that, bro, you'll be getting a phone call 100%. Thank you for the help Sorry. you gave me before, bruv, and I hope you get to help Thank a lot of more people. Man. No problem, Thank you for brother. Supporting, man. I love it. Nice one, yeah? man. We'll talk soon, man, yeah? All right, you take it easy. Thank take, you. Take it easy, me. Gavin. Nice one. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Gavin from Car Buying Guru. Make sure you check him out. If you Google Car Buying Guru website, social media pages will all come up. And we uh, we spoke earlier on about, about Black Pound Day. If there's anyone who might be needing to look at ways of maybe getting a car, for example, hey, Car Buying Guru might be one of the websites to go and check out for you if you want to support another great black business. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? Two great interviews from two great people. Both have a keen understanding of black businesses and why it's important to have them out there for people to have access to, especially not just our own community, but those who would like to see the community that we are a part of rise and develop economic standing and uh, sustainability. Big shout out to those guys. Shout out to Swiss. Shout out to Gavin Cameron. Guys, I got to sign off. I already said this earlier on. I am doing an advert as we speak. And I need to get some sleep. It's late, but I didn't want to miss an episode of the podcast. And I wanted to dedicate this episode to you guys who understand the importance of running your own business. And I hope that you got something strong from here and got some information about Black Pound Day 27th of June. Have a listen for that and look out for what's going on on that. Check out on social media. The hashtag is Black Pound Day. And also Gavin Cameron with Car Buying Guru. Anyway, I've got to go. Let me get some sleep, guys. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe to the podcast. Leave your reviews. Let me know how you feel about the episodes. And follow me on social media at Ori Styler, A-U-R-I-E-S-T-Y-L-A. I'll speak to you guys soon. I'll see you next time. Until then, boom. No escaping this. Uh-huh.